we are agreeing with our voices, with our bodies. We're saying, yes, God, you are good. You are good. You are good. No matter what it feels like, God, no matter what it seems like to us, God, would you change our perspective? Let us see heaven's perspective in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. All right, you can have a seat. We're, uh, we're going to have some fun. So, all right, here we go. Nice, nice, nice. All right, Stevie, come over here. This is Stevie D. So I asked Stevie just to share a little bit, and because what we're going to do is experience some of the Lord's goodness together. And I don't know exactly all the form that's going to take, but we're saying, Holy Spirit, come and show us. So... Here you go. Thanks, dude. So I had some notes, and then I got some scripture. And uh, yeah, I do want that, actually. That's going to help me a lot. And in true Brent Locker blazing fire fashion, he asked me to speak, I don't know, six weeks ago, and that's when I wrote these. And then that didn't happen because... Because Brent never sticks to whatever script he's got, that's for sure. But, you know, I, I meet with Brent regularly, and he's like, yeah, you know, why don't, we just, why don't we just wait and see what Holy Spirit wants to do? And I'm like, okay, that's cool, right? So um, I've got some notes on my phone. I'm not checking my text, okay? I've got some notes on my phone. I've got some scripture on my phone. But let me just tell you what time Brent called me today. At 11.57 this morning, Brent calls me and says, hey, Stevie, you want to do that tonight? And I'm like, sure, that's cool. So uh, in between then and now... Uh, I got like tons of scripture that just came, you know, my wife saying things like, you know, make sure you're praying and, and you're, you're, you're doing what God wants to do and not, not whatever this was six weeks ago, because you never know if that's going to line up, right? But I think most of you guys know, if you know me or if you've seen me speak before, that my thing is the healing aspect of God's natural goodness. Like it just, I mean, I, I, I go after other things all the time. We just did something a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one Sunday night with Brent, and, and I ended up um, giving a word of knowledge, and it was like totally awesome because I just I don't I don't do that normally. And then there was a, a little a little prophetic edge to what I was saying, and I was like, "This is new, this is cool." But when it comes to the healing thing, like man, I just light up, right? So so I'm reading. Um, where am I? Okay, got all these buttons on my phone. It's awesome. So I'm looking in my Bible today, and one of my favorite favorite scriptures. Uh, John, I was so ready. And it's gone. There it is, John 14. Believe me when I say that. I am the Father, and the Father is in me. Or at least believe the evidence of the words themse- works themselves. Okay, so if anyone in this room has had any kind of physical healing at all, that's something for you to believe in, right? If you've ever heard of anyone that's ever had any kind of healing at all, that's something for you to believe in, right? And I know a lot of us read books and we listen to stuff on the internet. And we're all downloading podcasts and everyone's heard of something that God's done some, somewhere, right? So I encourage you, uh, whenever, whenever your faith's like really low, because it, it, I mean, it's up and down, right? Even, even for the best of these guys, and I know me personally, it's up and down all the time. And I was just, I was in a meeting the other night total business meeting. And all of a sudden, this guy says, how did you come to Christ? And ends up giving him this story. And it was this 
whoa, testimony of like this thing that happened to me, which I'm not going to go into, but I was like, man, my faith just went sky high, right? And then I thought about this time I went to Hume Lake with a bunch of um, uh, junior high, high school kids. And Hume Lake, uh, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Hume Lake, but in the winter, it's full of snow, right? And they have these steps, and they're like, it's like a step, and then a log, and then a step, and then a log, and then a step, and then a log. Okay, well, at that time, I was about 80 pounds heavier than I am right now, and I'm coming down this thing, right, and I slip on a log, and I land on a log. My back just goes on a log, right, that, right? And I'm with this youth pastor that I've been trying to talk to him about God and supernatural healings and all that kind of stuff, and he's just not buying it at all. And I'm like... I'm literally on the floor in so much pain and I can't breathe, right? And I'm thinking, we just got to Hume Lake. I drove seven kids here. I don't know how they're going to get home. I don't know how my wife's going to be able to support the family because I'm not working for a long time. In fact, I couldn't even breathe, right? I'm thinking, I know ladies do pregnancy and I I have no idea and I'm not going to go there, but this was pretty bad, okay? I'm just on a scale of one to man. This was man bad, okay? Ladies, whatever, but that's... And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. And I can't say anything. I can't breathe. I can't do. And then this youth pastor's with me and this other guy's with me. Who, and at the time, he was about 16 or 17. And, uh, and I'm just like, pray for me. And that's all I can get out is pray for me, right? So <laughs> this kid who's 16 and 17 just goes off in tongues for the first time in his entire life. In front of a guy that I can't get to believe the stuff, right? So that's awesome. And then I'm like, oh, and then I sit up and then his pain just goes all the way up my back, off the top of my head and out, right? And then I get up and I'm like, wow, that was crazy. And there was no bruising or anything, right? So, 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 that, so I can live on that, right? If that's the only thing that I ever saw, I could live on that, right? And this youth pastor is like, for two days. That's pretty much all he does. Okay, three weeks later, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, with the same youth group, and these kids fell off of his skateboard, and his mom's a nurse, and there's apparently there's two bones in your arm, and he's broke both of his arm, broke both of the bones in his arm, and he's got a he's got a cast on, right? So I said to the dad, "Hey, let's pray for this," and he's like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Just lay your hands on it," because the Bible says in Mark sixteen fifteen that I know I have here somewhere because it's like my favorite scripture, it's just not going to pop up. I was so prepared. I swear God got me like on this. I got, I got pictures of plywood from Home Depot, but I can't find that scripture. Anyway, <laughs> so Mark sixteen fifteen says, if you believe something, 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 something about snakes and poison and all that kind of stuff, you can lay your hands on the sick and they'll recover. Okay? Now, I'm not saying... The, the, the devil tries to get us off track a little bit here, right? Because when you lay hands on the sick, you do whatever you got to do to get them well. But nowhere in that scripture does it say pray. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I read my Bible over and over again, and I'm, nowhere in that scripture does it say pray. It says, if you believe, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. So I just took that and ran with it because I was stupid enough to believe the Bible, okay? That was that. Was that. So anyway, back to John 14. Very truly I say to you, whoever believes in me, will do the works I have been doing. I'm like, that's cool. In fact, they will do even greater things than these. Okay, so I'm just trying to catch up to Jesus. That second half of John 
14, 12, I'm just, I'm, whatever. When I get there, that'll be a great day for all of us, okay? But right now, I'm just trying to catch up to Jesus and do the same things that he did, right? But in the meantime, I'm going to do the healing thing because it's my favorite thing to do. And I just want to bust a couple of things open about the healing thing because I know people get stuck on this all the time. I've got stuck on it. I've, I've, I've gone backwards in my whole faith and, and then I had to work my way back out of that again and Thanks to people like Curry Blake and Bill Johnson and Dan McCollum and all those kinds of people. They just, you got to keep listening to this stuff over and over. Okay, so sin. People are like, well, I can't get healed because I'm in sin, right? And I'm like, well, if I just believe and lay hands on the sick, they'll recover. Don't say nothing about sin. So then you can go to James 5 because James 5 will bring up something about sin and healing, right? So that's cool. So James 5 says, is anyone among you who have trouble? Let them pray. So if you're in trouble, pray. Okay, cool. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. We just did that for about an hour. That worship team tonight, are they still in the house? Can we just clap for the worship team again? Because that was ridiculous. I actually saw those, I saw those guys about two years ago. They, they, they've only got better, and they were, they were great that day. Uh, is any among you sick? Let them call for the elders of the church to pray over them, anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, like it's a totally separate deal. It's a totally separate deal. If they've sinned, don't do that no more. That's stupid, right? I mean, that's basically what Jesus is saying. Let's get you healed first, right? And then, and then don't sin no more. It doesn't matter if you're sinning. It doesn't matter if you're in sin. It doesn't matter if I don't. It doesn't matter. Jesus wants to heal you. I want to talk real quickly about the um, the how, the what, and the why. And people are like, "Well, how does God heal?" I don't know. He's awesome. Let's 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 go with that. You know, right? What does God heal? Everything. Okay. I'm, I've seen my own back. I've seen broken arms. I've seen cancer. I've seen everything except. Um, a blind eye and a raising from the dead. I think I've seen almost everything in between, okay? Or I've been very close to it at least. I'm not taking any credit. I'm just saying I've, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff, right? But what it comes down to is the why, right? Because the how and the what doesn't matter as long as the why is whatever the why is. So the question is, why does God heal? Because he loves us. Which brings us right back to what Brent says all the time. Daddy, you love me, right? The only reason he heals is because he loves us, right? The only reason, I'm, I'm going to get real deep theologically. No, I'm not because I don't do that. I just go with what the Bible says, right? So check this out. So the whipping post where by his sicknesses, by, by his wounds, by his stripes, we were healed, right? Was before the cross. Separate event, very closely together, but separate event. Right? Which technically means we could all get healed but not get saved. But luckily for us, Jesus went to the cross and, and died and rose again, and then we all get saved because of that, right? And then the word sozo is saved, healed, and delivered. All one thing. The atonement is a is a it's a package deal, if you like. Okay? So if you believe that you're saved, then you have to believe that you're healed. Just because that was what Jesus did on the cross. That was God's whole plan from the beginning. Okay. So now I'm gonna take you back to I love this. So Isaiah 53, which I was actually in today. Man, if you ever get a chance to go through Isaiah 53 and just look at the he for us and what he did 
for a week. Oh, it's amazing. I just did it this afternoon in the car. And it was amazing. Anyway, so Isaiah 50. Check this out. If Isaiah said something to you, would you go with that? Okay. If Isaiah said something and then Peter said something to you, would that back it up? What about if Isaiah said something and then Peter said something after it, but then right in the middle, Matthew was like, check this out. And all three were identical. That would be pretty legit, right? Okay, so check this out. And then, and then just for fun, I'm going to back it up with David because he's cool, right? Okay, so Isaiah says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. So we all know that, right? Okay. So then in the middle of when Jesus was doing all this stuff, Matthew wrote down, when the evening came, many who were demonic, uh, demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. I was talking to a pastor not long ago from a really big church, and I said that to him. He's like, well, I don't think the Bible says all. Like only 50 times in different places. Anyway, all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our affirmances and bore our diseases. So now you've got Isaiah and Matthew. And then you go to 1 Peter 2, uh, 22 through 24. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their, their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins, might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds. You have been healed, past tense. Okay, this is, this is cool, right? And then you go back to David in Psalm 103 who says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. He who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. I'm not saying sins and diseases and sicknesses and all that isn't closely related, but they're, they're definitely separate, okay? I think that might be all I want to say, except that, see, none of my notes. I knew that was going to happen. But check this out. Yeah, cool, right? Check this out. I want you to tell when you're praying or, or laying hands on the sick and not praying, but whatever, I don't know, figure that out. That's between you and God. Really, it's different for everybody, right? I want you to tell your problem about God. I don't want you to tell God about your problem because he already knows. That's kind of redundant, all right? Um, you are meant to be a river of blessing. I, I got that from a completely different book that I was reading today. And as I was studying this and reading that, that just came out. Um, I think that the gift of healing, like all the gifts, and, and just to just to do a little basic thing that I do with uh, teenagers a lot, is where does the Holy Spirit live inside of you? Do you believe that healing is a gift of the Spirit? Yes. Therefore, if the Spirit lives inside of you, then we should all be able to give the gift of healing. Okay. For a long time, I thought God had given me the gift of healing. I totally did for a long, long time. And it worked. About 40% of the time, it worked. Then I realized that it was the love that enabled the power, and then it shot up to about 70%. And then when I stopped laying hands on people altogether and had other people lay hands on the people that were with them, then I saw about 95% of everyone I was involved with get healed because I had withdrew and let God do right? So, And that's when I'm like, wait, it's not my gift. God didn't give me the gift of healing. God give the, if, gives the gift of healing to whoever. I just get to watch that happen. I'm like a vehicle or a... Or a 
administer of whatever that is, okay? So um, I just want to throw that there. Okay, and I just want to finish with this because I wrote this and it was really cool. And, and I was like, wow, that's really cool, God. I didn't expect that to come out of me, so it probably didn't. He didn't have to do what he did, okay? He hadn't done anything wrong. He was completely innocent. Technically, we were the guilty ones, but I'm not trying to condemn anybody. That's not my, that's not my goal here. Okay, so I just want you to know, he didn't do anything wrong. He was completely innocent. But for us to honor what he did so that we don't crucify him again, we just need to allow him to have his triumph in us. Right? Now, he went to the whipping post and got a severe beating to which no one in this room can comprehend. And even though the Passion did an okay job of trying to portray that, there's no way they could ever put that on a screen in front of anybody. Okay, nor could we ever try and comprehend what he actually took and then picked up a cross. Like, that's crazy. So just for what he did on the whipping post, I honestly, truly, with 100% of my heart, believe that no one should be walking around with any sickness or disease in their body because of what Jesus took. And when you wrap that up in everything else that happened in the next 48 hours and then rising from the, the tomb... Man, that's, that's insane, right? So I believe, regardless of where you are, that if someone lays hands on you that believes, you will recover. And if we could all believe that and just go take that outside, that would be ridiculous. Because honestly, this is all I do now. If I see someone that's sick, I'm like, you're, like let's say Shannon had something going on and Susan, Suzanne was sitting right there. I'd be like, hey, Suzanne, check this out. Lay your hands on Shannon and blah, blah, blah. And I would walk him through it. And I would watch the power of God flow through Suzanne. And I would watch the love of God fall on Shannon. And I wouldn't touch nobody. And, and I can't tell you what I've seen. If I, if I was to start reeling off all the stuff I've seen, we'd be here for a little bit. But anyway, that's all I have. And I hope that helps you. Because I just like to hit it with a simple stick and go out there and bless the world. Okay? Thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. Okay, so here's the deal. It's like about one or two minutes to nine right now. So that means parents, we do, you do need to get your kids. You can bring them back. Um, <clears throat> I, I wanted to say one other thing before. I'm, I'm going to ask Stevie, just what we're going to do for a little while is actually just try it out um, because he's really good at leading people through this. And... Um, this won't be a long thing. I know some of you are going, wait, aren't we supposed to be done at nine? I'll tell you what, if you want to see some healing, stick around. Okay? All right. Um, but um, I also want to say this. I think it's really important to say uh, some of the disappointment, because I know what Stevie's saying. Even when he says, I've seen 95% of people healed when I did this. Yeah, what about the 5%? I'm, I'm telling you, everyone in this room, I don't see Jesus personally here in the, in the chairs yet. So probably everybody else here. Uh, has prayed for somebody. If you've prayed for healing, you prayed for somebody that did not instantly get healed the way that you asked for it. This is what I know. I know two things. Once I actually had the boldness to believe what Jesus actually does and started to speak to those conditions to be healed, I saw tons of miracles, which I did not see before. See what I'm saying? You have to step out and see and believe in order to start seeing the miracles. But I also want to say this. Every time we are praying for people, especially when it's done in love, like Stevie D said, something really good is going on. And I, I want to, one of the thing, reasons why when we get, when you get prayed for, if, you, if tonight, I, I'm 
I'm praying and declaring that every one of you gets totally healed of anything that you're asking for tonight. And should anyone in here not experience the full, full fullness of what we're asking for, it's not be, do not be discouraged. Take heart. It's not because God doesn't love you. It's not because you're doing something wrong. It's be, it, sometimes there's a timing involved. Sometimes there's, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I pray for people the next, that night something pops, they're in bed and some, they get healed of something that we prayed for eight hours earlier. Why? I have no idea. You know, sometimes it's a week later, whatever. I don't, I don't always understand. Get more prayer, but do not be condemned. Do not be condemned. And if you're the one doing the praying, I know what it's like to be discouraged and to say, you know, it would just be easier if I didn't pray. But if I stop praying, I stop seeing the miracles too. So, um, and if you've never seen miracles, honestly, if you've never, if you're in a place in your life, I've never prayed for anyone, I've never seen a miracle, you get, that's part of your inheritance if you want it. It is. Go to this training. I'm serious. Go to this training next Saturday because sometimes all you need is a few tools and a little bit of confidence and go, I can do this. And you can because Jesus flows through you. So, so parents, get your kids. Bring them back if you want to. I'd love to have you back in here. And Stevie, why don't you do a little bit? Okay, does anyone need any healing of any kind? Come on down. Come on down. Wow, I didn't think that was going to come out. Yeah, come on down. And who wants to pray for someone and watch God do something awesome? Okay. So if you want healing, stand here and face that way. And if you want to pray for someone, then stand there and face them. That'd be cool. Sure, you can double dip. That's okay. Okay, if you want healing, face, face that way. And if you want to pray for someone, then face the person that you want to pray for. Or if you get mixed up, then let's all just lay hands on each other and watch what happens because that's going to work too. Okay, we have a lot more prayees than prayers. So that means we need some more prayers. Anybody can do this. It's just fun. Come on, Laurie. Let's do this. I see Laurie. I see my friend out there. Okay, then we can just... Go ahead. Uh, Terry, Lauren, real quick. While, while you guys are coming forward, we just have a really quick thing here. This, this young man in the green, what's your name? Isaac, you were the first one to raise your hand when I asked for people on the prayer ministry team. And I think that that was a calling from God. And I just wanted to give you some, some anointing oil and honor you. Yay. Okay, so... Why don't you do this real quick? Um, if you're in the, if you're, in, if you're trying to pray for someone, uh, you may quickly ask the person what it is. But this isn't time to give medical history. Just say pain in the left arm or whatever it is. If someone does not have someone praying for you, raise your hand. So we need more people praying if you're willing. So go ahead and find someone. Raise your hand until someone comes. Okay, so you should know what it is by now. Okay, now just put your hand on that person and say, in Jesus' name, whatever that thing is, go. And then ask them how they're feeling. 
Ten second prayers, lots of power. Oh. Yeah, so just lay your hand on that person and tell whatever that thing is to go. And then ask them how they're doing. Let's do, let's do 10 second prayers and then we can just move around and do some more. Okay, raise your hand if you felt something change. Okay, we got one right here. Woo-hoo! Testimony time. Come on up, brother. That's okay. You're brave. You want to get on a ministry? What happened? Oh, I can feel the... I had pain in my back and I feel it go away. I can feel it just lighten up and I just had a... Cool. Pain in his back just left. Awesomeness. Anybody else feel any difference? Okay, let's try this. Everybody switch people. Switch to another another person. Let's switch to another person if you want to. Is that okay? Stop moving me. Okay. Okay. If you have not been prayed for yet, raise your hand. Okay. Come come over this way. Come this way. Oh, I was going to have her come to the space. Okay, come here. Abscesses to be gone, full healing in Jesus' name right now. Okay, is there anything that you could touch or feel right now that would let you know if they're gone? Okay, so I believe that you're completely healed. Okay, I know it's not spectacular. I'm sorry about that. Hey guys, I want to I want to apologize because it's not spectacular. Sometimes it's just like a boom thing, you know. Okay, has anyone else seen some difference? Anybody else seen any difference? Remember your authority in this? Is there anyone who's doing the praying that's feeling something cool? Do you need prayer? Jesus' name, I command all your muscles to return to normal. Your kingdom come, your will be done in this lady's body as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Is there anything you can do right now to check it out? Okay, we have another one right here. Muscle spasms for 20 years getting better. Okay, all the way. All the way. All the way. All the way way in Jesus' name. going to get better. All the way, all the way, all the way. Jesus' name. Progress. Let's go. If you got a testimony, just come up. 
Yeah, I had pain in my back and uh, lower back for a while, bulging disc, and um, my man prayed for me, went from like a six pain to like a one, so now we're down to like a .5, feel good. Anybody else? Do you need prayer? Do you need prayer? You got some? Did you get some results? command whatever it is that's connected. Can you just look at me for a sec? I command whatever it is that's connected to your eyeballs and your brain and everything. Because I don't understand. I'm not the doctor. He is. In Jesus' name, for them to fully be repaired and that you would have 20-20 vision in Jesus' name. Amen. What can we test it with? Here you go. Oh, we have eyes getting better right here. Right? All the way. All the way. It's going to come all the way. You can believe now, right? You have something to stand on, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. You're welcome. Anybody else? Rem- rem- remember, well, you, you do what you want to do, but I don't plead or beg with God to do something he's already done. That seems a bit redundant sometimes. Anybody else got a little testimony? Another one? Oh, Michelle. Come on, Michelle. What do you got? It's getting better. There's awesome. been improvement. It's not complete, but it's on its way. Awesome. awesome. What is it? You're back? In Jesus' name. Full, 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 full. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on, in Jesus' name. We know, we know what Michelle deserves, but we don't count that against her. Just kidding. In Jesus' name, all the way. In Jesus' name, all the way. All the way. Come on. Look at that. Loosen up the muscles. Loosen up the muscles. What we got? What we got, Shannon? Um, I had a tennis elbow for uh, since I started working my new job, and it's all better. So. Tennis elbow gone. Awesome. What's your name? Deanna prayed for Shannon. How'd that feel? Um, it just felt like the glory of God coming. Right? Like Couldn't you do that anyway? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have you ever done it before? I like it. What do you have, brother? Uh, right in here, pain in my, I've had pains in my ribs for, for a long time. I've been avoiding it. Okay, so put your hand on his ribs. Thank you. Okay, now just look at his ribs and say ribs. Ribs. Be well. Be well. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Okay, check it right now. 